Today's episode is made possible by Screen Hero. With low lag and an independent mouse pointer for each user, Screen Hero is a screen sharing application built from the ground up for collaboration. Whether you're pair programming, reviewing a website design with a client, or just helping a distant family member with their computer, Screen Hero makes you a participant instead of a spectator. To try it out for free, visit ScreenHero.com. Hello and welcome to the Wide Teams podcast, the podcast for geographically dispersed teams and remote workers. Located on the web at wideteams.com and on Twitter at wideteams. This is episode 97. I am your host, Avdi Grimm. Now, a few weeks ago, we had Robert Rouse on, and he mentioned a coworker of his that likes to travel around a lot, works from a lot of different places, and we knew we had to get that coworker on the show. And so today, I'm very happy to say that we have uh, Trip Levine on the show. Trip, uh, thanks for joining. Thank you very much. Trip, if you would, could you just give us a, a short in- introduction of yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, I started off as a, a designer, uh, you know, a fine art designer, and then eventually digitalized my uh, skills, and then uh, and then from there just started swimming back uh, back deeper and deeper into the waters of programming until I could wear a sysadmin hat and pretty much uh, full stack developer, take care of anything that you can imagine a website entails. Wow, that's uh, you've got to got to be in pretty high demand. <laughs> well, I certainly if you can do everything from design yet. to design to to DevOps, <laughs> you you bet. It's been a busy life so far. <laughs> nice, nice. So I hear you like to travel. I love it. I love it. And it, it, that kind of seed got planted in my life before I got into my professional career. Uh, I guess once I got out of high school, me and a buddy just started hitchhiking across the United States for a couple years, spending a grand total of one hundred and forty dollars. Uh, just traveling absolutely anywhere you could possibly travel and seeing all the many sites of the United States, which is, which was a very, very magical time in my life. And then when I started to get professional, I, I kind of set the trajectory ahead of me where I said, you know, what kind of, uh, work and lifestyle could I use my existing assets, but still keep myself slightly mobile? And at that time, uh, you know, web development was still in its, uh, its early stages, didn't have the kind of rock star uh, mentality it has nowadays, and I said, you know, this is this is going to be my uh, my path, and I started studying. <laughs> nice, nice. So you kind of molded your career to suit the lifestyle that you wanted. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, nowadays, one hand shakes the other. I I see a lot of my lifestyle getting shaped by a lot of the uh, the higher end uh, programmatic uh, stuff I'm getting into as well. Cool. Uh, so. Tell me about uh, well. Tell me about your travels. Where are some of the places you've been recently? Oh, uh, recently. Well, I lived in uh, Barcelona for about seven or eight months uh, last last year in 2012. Uh, then came back, and then uh, almost immediately I came back in a New Jersey winter, so I immediately departed to uh, Kauai and lived in Kauai for a few months. Uh, came back from there and then flew out to San Francisco to meet up with a couple of the clients that I work with and the team that I, uh, contribute to. Uh, that was really fun. Uh, then, uh, after coming back from there, flew down to, uh, Costa Rica and spent uh, a month there living with some friends I knew from Spain. Hmm. Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you just like follow connections from one place to another, huh? Uh, more or less, more or less, you know, always looking for new ideas and new places to go to. And, you know, when you're uh, balancing a professional life, uh, you really need to just rest assured that you have uh, access to a reliable Internet connection. And, and I could keep up the uh, the commitment I, and, you know, professional attitude I have to my work. So that comes first. And mm-hmm. if, I, if, I, if I could find an easy way to to balance that and, and stay... Um, you know, stay re- reliably true to my deadlines, then then I can go. So if I know someone who's already there, then that's an easy end. <laughs> if I don't know anyone, then uh, then it gets a little bit more tricky. Right. Well, let's talk about that balance a little bit. Um, what is it like working from the road? How what what is yours like? Well, first of all, what is your work schedule like? Um, work schedule is uh, generally based around the Eastern Standard Time. So wherever I am in the world, I would begin working around nine. 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time till about 5 p.m. Uh, and then, uh, you know, some obviously us programmers, sometimes we get, you know, in a, in a crunch week and we have to go overtime. Uh, but I try to stay really strict to that time schedule uh, as, it, you know, I have an artistic life as well. So I try to make sure I'm keeping a well-balanced diet of uh, creation. <laughs> mm-hmm. How has the... Has the has the negotiation gone easily with companies? You know, as you've said, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be traveling around a lot. Um, what's that been like? Uh, you know, actually, I never allow it to come up, and it, and it shouldn't by any technical standards. Uh, you know, as long as I'm, provi- you know, for me myself, as long as I'm providing a really professional quality product that is delivered always on time, and I'm always, uh, you know, contactable. If I'm not, then I always give uh, forewarning weeks in advance, saying I won't be accessible during this period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so long as that's on the table and we're talking just business, no one needs, no one, and any kind of professional matter needs to actually know where I am and where i'm going mm-hmm. so i never actually bring it up unless i knew it was going to jeopardize the quality of my work but it never should mm-hmm. so it, it just never comes up that, that actually came from uh, uh <laughs> one of my first clients when i was first starting out and i was at the bottom rungs of the uh, web development ladder and you know you, you know, those first clients you have are usually just generally insane <laughs> right yeah <laughs> in their own right and they have the most insane projects in the world uh, so this one gentleman, uh, I remember, uh, he had caught word that I was, uh, teaching myself cello, uh, which was a large com- commitment at the time. I was spending maybe four hours a day on top of working a full time job. And, uh, and, uh, and he was getting nervous and he told me he was getting nervous. He's like, you know, you're spending all this time on, on cello. How do I know you're devoted to the project? And, and in my head, I'm like, this is a no brainer. Of course, I'm still devoted to your project. I can be devoted to many things at the same time. <laughs> And he was a very eccentric individual, but it was at that time I realized that, you know, I really have to be very, um, very careful about, uh, expositioning what I do in my personal time and mm. with my life in general. So I, I generally keep those things private. Okay. So they might not even know where you are. Exactly. <laughs> and it, and it shouldn't matter. Yes. Currently I'm in a cave, in the bat, in the Batman cave. In the <laughs> <laughs> Not true. <laughs> I was wondering what those sounds were. I guess those, those are the bats. Those are the bats. That's correct. <laughs> I guess <laughs> bats have changed since I last uh, <laughs> encountered them. Those are like jet bats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, are there any technological tips that you can that, that you can give us about traveling and staying? Um, you know, staying in touch and getting your work done. Done. I mean, what is what is the technology you travel with look like 
Oh, uh, very minimalist. Uh, just uh, my MacBook Pro, essentially, is all I need. Uh, mm-hmm. Occasionally, I'll uh, invest in getting a uh, dongle or a USB uh, wireless internet anywhere modem. Okay. Uh, is that generally will you know ease up the flexibility you have about whether or not you can have pre-installed internet where you're going, and that is subject to change depending on where you are. Uh, but that's pretty much it, you know. Uh, oh, I guess uh, just to throw this in, because I do a lot of design work, I'll also bring in uh, my uh, digital drawing pad with me. Was that a whistling bat? It was a whistling bat. Yeah, <laughs> adds extra protection to the cave. <laughs> <laughs> um. What about like phone connectivity? I mean, is that is that something that matters to you, or is it all all your communication over the computer anyway? So it doesn't matter. Yeah, all my communications over the computer, and uh, I, and I prefer it that way. Essentially, uh, with phones, uh, they're they're increasingly becoming deprecated, I think, in our society. But uh, but uh, you know, th- for phone, I mean, I can't imagine why a client would ever have to call me unless it was a Jurassic situation. Let's say a server went down and whatnot, and in that case, uh, you know, the, a text you know, can be received internationally at any moment. And then that, that to me is the SOS to immediately get on my computer and find the, the grittier details of the situation. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd say phones for the most part are uh, increasingly becoming unnecessary. Hmm. Well, fair enough. I mean, I, I avoid using my phone as a phone as much as possible. So I, <laughs> I hear you. Uh, what is the, what's the coolest place you've ever worked from? Coolest place I've ever worked from. Uh, I would have to, I would have to say that that would have to be, uh, oh geez, tough question. They're all so cool. I can't even, <laughs> uh, let's see. Maybe I could just come up with a couple gems of memory. Uh, one of them was, uh, was when I was in Kauai recently. I had left the day before Hurricane Sandy hit, literally the, like within 12 hours of that hurricane coming in. And there I am just uh, plugging away on a beach next to a coconut tree looking at this placid scene. And my friends are all saying that the electrical transformers are blowing up and, uh, and the power is going out. And then all of a sudden there's this complete blackout. So all my friends uh, and their, uh, their internet feeds where I didn't hear from anyone for at least 24, 48 hours until the electricity came back on. I thought that was a really interesting wow. uh, di- dichotomy of, uh, of uh, environments. Right, yeah. Uh, the second interesting one was, uh, was in Barcelona when I was living there. I was in the old city and, uh, these are more like situational events rather than places. But while I was working there, uh, Spain had, uh, this national strike, which was when all the, uh, unions got together and decided that they were all going to go on strike at the same time. So I'm sitting there and I'm just plugging away being the innocent American I am and people were, uh, were throwing fireworks into a local Starbucks and setting buildings alight. Jeez. And, I know. and then it was at the, was, I'm getting onto a side story, but interesting nonetheless. My MacBook Pro actually died on me at the time. Uh, it was almost irreparable and so I needed to get one within a 12 hour period. I, I just don't want to wait that long for these things and everything was closed. All the taxis weren't running and, and what have you. And uh, so I had to jump on my uh, longboard and skate seven miles to the nearest MacBook Pro through riots, through people uh, wearing all black, just like throwing things at banks and uh, get my <laughs> get my new Mac, get it all set up, get everything installed. <laughs> Holy cow. And then go right through the, the, the uh, malarkey once again back to my residence and uh, set everything up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good times, I guess. <laughs> That's a good story. Yeah. 
So um, can you give me any tips that you've run across just for keeping the communication going and keeping, you know, the people that you work with happy? You know, do you do you work really hard at, at like keeping them informed in, about what you're doing or? Yes, absolutely. I think that that is one of the largest and most common uh, uh, problems I see with a lot of uh, uh, web any, it doesn't even have to be distributed development. Any people could be working in-house and still not be capable of communicating what exactly they're doing to the stakeholder. So transparency is like uh, essentially the most important motif to my development. And uh, I do that by just constantly being very specific. I use Sprintly and uh, Pivotal, depending on what the situation requires, but I try to be as specific as possible in making, in layman's terms, every task that I have to complete. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently what I'm working on and uh, I always on top of doing all that too I always make sure you know I always just imagine that whoever I'm working with is the lowest common denominator of clients even if they're endowed and understand the material we're working with and I always make sure they understand very fully what exactly what I'm working on and what my uh, my plans are and deadlines and scope of the difficulty at which I'm working at uh, and uh, you know just just so that there's no question whatsoever when anything is going to be accomplished mm-hmm very cool. So, Trip, where are you off to next? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I have a map. I'm throwing darts at it. Any, rec- <laughs> any recommendations? <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, currently I'm located in Asbury Park, New Jersey. It's a really lovely town with a blossoming uh, tech community, which I uh, which I absolutely adore. Huh. And we're starting we're starting to become on the map. We have had a couple uh, large bigwigs bigwigs come through here, as well as an Asbury Agile conference where we invite uh, Rails developers and I guess like a, a, a full stack of development from designers to anyone to uh, uh, come here and lecture. We have Hack Weeks. Uh, we're just trying to organize the already existing sleeping giant of uh, freelance and uh, full stack developers here to come mm-hmm. together. Well, very cool. Well, Tripp, it's been great to hear from you. Um, before I let you go, where can people find out more about you online? I, well, I don't have any sort of... Uh, I guess this is a tribute to my successes. I've never had a chance to even represent myself outside of <laughs> word of mouth. I don't know if that's a common theme. I imagine it is. Nowhere but, you can uh, tell, you, tell your travel stories? Yes, no even place to tra- tell my travel stories. But uh, but I would like to uh, shamelessly plug a project that I'm working on right now. Go for and it. It's also a great place to access me is uh, uh, this website called LearningTaxi.com, which is uh, an artificial intelligence that learns how you learn and then teaches you a foreign language based on your learning aperture. And so you can actually contact me through that site mm-hmm. as I am the one-man team who has designed and illustrated over 1,200 images for it and uh, created artificial intelligence that examines what modality of education you respond to most, whether it's auditorial, visual, kinesthetic, logical, or a reading-based learner, and then automatically generates the test using any combinatorial patterns of those fives or singularizes them out. So it's super nerdy if you're really nerdy, <laughs> or hipster glasses and like to snort while you laugh. <laughs> and, and also you're trying to learn a foreign language. <laughs> So oh, super can, cool. Yeah, if you need to contact me, just uh, click on any contact form on there, and you will it'll go right to my cell phone. <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. Well, Trip, thank you so much. Thank you, Avdi. Have a wonderful day. And that is our show for today. Hope you've enjoyed it. 
to subscribe to the show if you haven't already, go to yteams.com. You can also find the show in the iTunes Music Store. The Y Teams podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 license. Our music is by Giles Boquette. Until next week, this is Avdi Grimm, signing off. Wow, 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 wow,